Hey there, Kitchy Spoilers here with Raf and Mike. Yes, Raf and Mike, uh, as it says on the Spotify thing. Yeah, exactly. Or on Apple Podcast, depending on you know where you're listening this to this from. Uh, hey, let's let's have a beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> where are uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just tell them the truth. We're uh, doing this We're remotely. I'm in Hawaii, and Raf is I'm out in York. Uh, yeah. York. Uh, and uh, I just used my nail clipper to clink against uh, a uh, bottle of beer, Young Ling traditional lager. Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, I am yeah. drunk on possibly Benadryl today. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, it's funny you funny you should say that because I I'm not drinking. Because I'm I'm on ibuprofen today, so oh, right. <laughs> I, I just had my tooth uh, pulled out last week, so I'm still on painkillers. But um, yeah, it's all cool. So we're here to talk about cats, and yep. uh, and we're both high and we're both drunk on uh, prescription drugs today. So yeah, that's twist. yeah. Clink. I, I choose I choose to believe. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I choose to believe that we're high on life right now. You know? Yes, yeah. we're high on the new year. It's 2020. Yeah, new decade. Uh, although the new decade didn't stop me from uh, watching Cats, uh, the the disaster known as Cats. Yeah. Uh, and for, uh, I recently got laid off from a job, so I don't have movie money right now. So I will <laughs> elaborate on some Netflix movies after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, I, I talked to you about cats in, in some previous episodes that I was excited to kind of look at how weird it was. And it was weird. It was really weird. Uh, it's about a bunch of cats uh, that wow. are played by uh, people who live in, I thought they were all like, you know, homeless cats, but actually some of them have homes for some reason. I don't know, but they're all called the uh, Jellicle cats. And uh, yeah, I remember you mentioned Jellicle. that um, at some point. You kept saying Jellicle, Jellicle something, and I thought you were, like, yeah. making up your own so, Dr. Seuss word, but I guess well, that's it, the actual... It, it's a T.S. Eliot word. Oh, really? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so Cats uh, the Movie is based off the musical, and the musical itself uh, was based off of some short stories that T.S. Eliot wrote when he was probably high on, on acid or something. And um, yeah, he was high on life, just like us, you know. <laughs> Maybe more so, but um, so like some of the cats are in the original like poems. Some were made by uh, what's his name, Andrew Lloyd Webber, the guy who made the the musical, and uh, Tom Hooper, the guy who did uh, Les Mis, the the movie, uh, thought, why don't I do a second musical with cats and like yes. uh, you know. Fur, they call it fur technology. It's where they digitally put fur on actors. <laughs> so yeah, it's really, like, is that really what they call it? In like the behind the yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. It's like fur technology. <laughs> that's that's the only term I, I've heard used. But uh, so like, uh, <laughs> like the music, the songs are good, but they're really like they did back they date back from the 80s. So like you really feel that 80s vibe of, you know, synthesizer, boing, 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 you know, stuff like that. Oh, wait, that's how the actual music sounds in the movie. Yeah, yeah, weird. like at the beginning, yeah. it's like, 
you hear synthesizer, you know, like yeah. Blade Runner type stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I feel like the movie would have done better if they just completely played into the weirdness and the 80s-ness of it. Like if they just released like 80s style videos or just like. The thing is like, was... I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, uh, you know, when I went to the movies uh, to, to watch this, I wasn't the only one in the, in the movie theater. Some people were there, but we were all like, kind of making fun of it and we're there for the right <laughs> like the lights went out like you know before the movie starts like the lights go out and then you're yeah. waiting for the movie to start yeah. and uh, there were some girls behind me and when the lights turned off like one of them said i'm scared you know <laughs> <laughs> so, like that was a great beginning to, to cats but yeah so you have like uh, weird uh, amazing uh, characters called the 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 simplest name is like the main cat well not the main cat but like the the cat that you follow who's like the cat the fish out of water she's called uh, victoria but everyone else has like really fucked up names and uh, <laughs> like you have like rum tum tugger and you have a whole song about that and uh uh skimble shanks and uh skimble shanks Yes, Kimball Shanks, the railway cat. And then you have uh, the magical Mr. Mistopheles. And uh, you have old uh, dude. No, old Deuteronomy. <laughs> Deuteronomy. <laughs> That's the elder cat. So, uh, actually... Shanks like, a bad guy? I'm just guessing that Shanks is like a creepy bad guy. Uh, That's wait, not like the bad guy? No, like the, the bad guy. <laughs> no, James Corden... I enjoyed the part with James Corden. It's just like every cat, like every cat has a song. So like the story is that there's this like, uh, there's a special moon called the Jellical Moon that comes out once a year. That's when all the cats, you know, uh, show up at a, at a ball and they have to sing songs to be chosen to be sent to their next life. I'll I'll elaborate on the next life. Wait, thing. what? That's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, so but like essentially, your next life. <laughs> yeah, because like cats have nine lives, or you know, right? Oh, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought it was like purgatory, and they were trying to like dance for God or something. I was like, what is this? About? Yeah. I don't know. That would have been more interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, that is a deep concept for whatever this movie was about. Yeah. It was very so. There's like. I mean, it was a it was a play like a musical, and there's a lot of dancing, a lot of singing. Like the singing is pretty good, the dancing is pretty good. The storyline, I think, what really messed up this movie was like the special effects, because mm. like you don't know, and like these cats, they're like horny all the time. Like they're just like <laughs> hanging around each other. They just want to fuck, you know? Wait, and what? Like, <laughs> no, I mean like because like all these actors <laughs> were trained to be like cats. Okay. And it's just like, you know, they're like hovering against each other, sort of like, it's like, I guess they're smelling each other, but it just looks like they, they really want a bone. It's just like, huh? <laughs> so, so, so you're like, you don't know like, okay, watching this movie, you don't know whether you should be turned on or not, because like the, the actors and actresses in there are really like, you know, hot and like, uh, yeah. you know, they, they got these A-list actors in there. So like, you know, you're turned on, but you're not really sure because they're cats. So that's like zoophilia or something, which is like totally disgusting. Yeah. And <laughs> so it's like you're totally confused. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
it's uh it's weird uh to be honest like so the bad guy is idris alba's uh cat character yeah uh called mccavity and uh you know (laughs) having seen this movie right after going to the dentist i thought like does he have a cavity or (laughs) like mccavity you know like that's like a scotsman having a a cavity he's like mccavity but uh yeah sort of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like yeah so uh i'm sure this is going to be like the uh, rocky horror picture show there's going to be like yeah. because i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i thought it was weird as fuck but i enjoyed it yeah and, no it sounds uh, like uh, it yeah, sounds like ahead. your experience with it sounds like your experience with this movie was a lot like when i saw suicide squad because mm-hmm. half, half, halfway through we realized that this wasn't going to be not even halfway through like 50 minutes in we realized this isn't going to be like the, it's not exactly going to be the deepest movie of all time so yeah. eventually the audience just kind of gave in to like how goofy it was and just kept laughing and making comments the whole time <laughs> i mean i went to see this movie i think it was two or three weeks after it came out so like yeah. anyone who's there has read all the reviews and knows that like it you know it's weird and it's bad or you know like at the end of the movie uh so like at the end of the movie a cat gets selected to go to heaven or something and yeah. they call heaven the heavy side layer that's weird <laughs> i know there's like a lot to unpack here it's like this doesn't <laughs> sound like something that the guy from Lim is would like in fact i feel like this is something that like baz lerman would have done a really good job at like portraying because this stuff makes no sense and this movie makes no sense <laughs> sounds like so I know. it's it's like uh i don't know i think they they should have just like put like more physical makeup and have some digital stuff but it's just like you know how like in the lion king the digital version of the lion king like yeah. you don't see any emotions because like yeah. they're super realistic lions yeah. and animals and everything this is like they took the digital thing and went the other way you know which is like (laughs) let's make these people look these cats look like people and it's like uh but i mean since it's a whole like a lot of the actors aren't very well known except for uh uh, judy dench like ian mckellen is in this movie Uh, he's like the cattiest cat of them all like he actually growls and stuff and goes like I, like he's so it's basically cat. like the actual Ian McKellen as a cat. Oh, exactly. Gandalf or Magneto. It's no, yeah, it's like actual Ian McKellen. Like he wears the yeah. same clothes. And <laughs> well, what was the... Like some of the cats wear clothes. Like I didn't yeah. understand that. And some even wear sneakers, which like that doesn't make sense. So and, it's, like, uh, oh, it's like miscellaneous. Like some of the fish have pants. Some don't. Some have yeah. shirts. Okay. Yeah, I mean, then there's like, okay, so like the actors, yeah, Idris Elba, uh, Junie Dench, James Corden. I enjoyed James Corden a lot in this movie, although like, you know, I'm sure he could do better in, in terms of like movie choices, like to be in. But <laughs> this seemed like the perfect movie for him, though. Like, at least yeah, well, like he 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 started in musicals, I think. So like that's sort of like it's right in in his alley. But it's, it's I think he played the role very well. It's not that maybe it's just like it deserved a different type of execution, I guess. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, 
I feel like I might see this movie again, although I don't want to pay, you know, like 20 bucks for a DVD or something, or I don't want to rent it or, you know, I, it's a movie I'm going to watch on the airplane. Like it's an airplane movie. You know, I don't have to pay for it, <laughs> but, but I'll watch it on the airplane. <laughs> no, this doesn't sound like an airplane movie. This sounds like you need a big screen to just think what is yeah, going on. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's not a, like, you, you know, the room, right? Yeah. Like the worst movie ever made. Like this is, it's kind of like, I met, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> Okay. You're, te- you're tearing my heart. It's like I used to quote that movie all the time, like in back in ad school. Like yeah, yeah. some people who knew uh, the room, I was like, uh, shit. And then it's like, uh, I did not do it. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, <hi, Mark. laughs> what, you think you big guy or something? I don't know. Wait, that, was that disaster artist or like, that? <laughs> Yeah, disaster artist. When he shows up at the end, you think you big guy, huh? Huh? Think you big guy, huh? You know. <laughs> I'm big guy. I'm Tommy Wiseau. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Just imagining like Tom, like Tom, Tomcat Wiseau, and then it's Tom- just like, <laughs> it's just like, and cats is like, I'm Tomcat Wiseau. I make the best movie, I real American man, okay? <laughs> they should have just got everybody that was known for bad movies. Like some of the cast of Troll 2, some of the cast of uh, The Room, some people from Verdemic. Yeah. They should have just shoved them all into like this movie with like million dollar CGI effects. Oh, so like, okay, so the big number in this movie is uh, like this famous song where it's like, Memory all alone oh, in the moonlight. Yeah. You know, Wait, who stuff sings like that, that song? Because like, uh, Jennifer Hudson, I think. Yeah, she's the one who sings oh. that. See, and I like she sings like, it beautifully. Yeah. You know, and uh, she's the one who gets sent to, to heaven. And so like they're like, oh, you're the chosen cat. And then there's like this weird like she climbs up some steps, being escorted by Judy Dench because she's the one who chose her or something, and then like this platform turns into a blimp that lifts the cat off into the sky. How is this movie about? (laughs) And then I'm guessing the cat is going to die of hypothermia up there and then be reborn as another cat. (laughs) Everyone in the movie theater was like, but they just sent the cat to die, like in the clouds. (laughs) But like they expected to die, right? Wait, what's happened? I don't know. But I don't know. It's like I was expecting some kind of like you know, comic book, you know, Rachel Ghoul thing where they go into a pit and then are reborn or something. Or like <laughs> hunger. Yeah. And uh, it turned into like, no, we're going to murder the cat so that, you know, hopefully it'll be reborn in a kitten, you know, <laughs> as a kitten somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> really? You know? So okay. you're like, it's, this is like the weirdest cult ever put on film, you know? <laughs> it sounds like a high budget, like, like Tom Hooper is gonna get offered to do Rocky Horror next, and he'd be like, "No," but it, it, this seems like if you gave I already like did that. Hundreds of, yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> if, if you give like a like hundred million dollars to like a B movie director or like a B yeah. movie something to just go all out, then like that that, that sounds like what this. Yeah. Is. 
I think people are going to be showing cats the same way they're showing the room all over the world. It's like, uh, I used to live in Berlin and they had like, they had, I think, monthly screenings of the room and they gave you spoons at the entrance so that you oh, can throw spoons every time you see spoons and uh, like in picture frames, like yeah, there are yeah. a bunch of spoons on the wall. On the wall. How so many like you have to spoons were thrown? Because I went to a room screening and apparently I bought too much spoons. I so <laughs> I don't know. But then you can throw like, I don't know, 10 at a time or something. It's like, ah, like that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no. I went all out. I went like, nobody else is doing this. Ah. Oh, yeah. Did they have in the room, like when you saw it in uh, Berlin, did when they had the birthday part, did people come out with like balloons and stuff? Oh, uh, no, no. Okay, that was uh, only in San Francisco. No. I don't know. Maybe th- maybe they should. Maybe. <laughs> I don't oh, know. No. I'm just wondering, like, what are they going to do when they do this with cats? It's like strobe cats. <laughs> it's like, here's your cat. Here's your cat. Save it until the end. Okay, so like. It's, I, there's I, this, I'm like, just and, sad because like the uh, room and all those movies were like made for nothing, and this was like yeah. a huge budget, like huge. this is like the, a huge budget flop. This is like the Justice League of 2019, I think, probably. Yeah. It's like, like this was yeah. hyped up to be like basically like the Avatar of like this year, and it just turned into no, this. Like, I mean, like I, I was talking about it to a friend of mine uh, back home, and he was like. Uh, I mean, you don't want to seriously want to watch Cats, right? And I was like, well, you know, I'll watch Star Wars first and then I'll watch Cats because they both came out on the same week. So I was like, and like, you know, I was like, either Cats is like a big hit or it's going to flop. And then I was like, oh, but it's opening the same week as Star Wars. Or it's totally going to be a flop, you know, totally. (laughs) And uh, I mean... Okay, so at the end, there's, like, this freestyle... Well, not freestyle. There's, like, this monologue that Judy Dench goes into, like, how to treat cats. And it's just, like, a close-up of Judy Dench's cat face. It's just saying, like, a cat is like this, and a cat is like that, and this is how you treat a cat. You know, and then you're like, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, when is this going to end? It's just like the ending after the blimp goes into the sky and takes Jennifer Hudson to her like impending doom. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking like, you know, just wrapping up little song because there's like a group song, then this like monologue thing. And then like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then it, it looks like everyone's going to kiss each other, have the time, but then <laughs> they just like cuddle. You know, they just like... like this whole movie sounds like... You know. Like if I had no knowledge of cats at all and you describe this to me for the first time this sounds like something that like the dolomite guy would have made yeah yeah i just saw dolomite is my name like again it's like it, it sounds like deuteronomy is my name <laughs> I can just imagine of cats is my game <laughs> i can just imagine a writer sitting with like eddie murphy's dolomite and being like yeah we gotta write for what you know <laughs> yeah let's do it <laughs> And Jennifer Hudson dies, and da 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 da. And then she comes back as a younger cat. And for some reason, James Corden's is there. Oh man, like Dolomite, like he would be like Catamite or like Dolacat. I don't know, like Catamite. Catamite! Dolacat sounds like something I would have seen in Blockbuster like 10 years ago. 
dude so like for the whole week i've had all these cat songs in my in my head like i can't get them out now it's like my magical mr mistopheles <laughs> like what the fuck you know like there's this cat that at first i thought was robert pattinson but they got like i guess an unknown guy who can dance uh, uh kind of looks like robert pattinson so i was like because like i mean after twilight he's kind of been very uh, careful with which movies he he uh, he stars in yeah. and uh, i thought like this is weird like why is he in this movie and in the end like he i know he did the right thing he's not in this movie <laughs> <laughs> he's busy being batman right now yeah he's too busy i heard he can't put on any muscle like he doesn't have the body type for that <laughs> oh really <laughs> he's having a hard he's time packing. he has a hard time packing as much muscle as like christian bale did or or like he like yeah. ben affleck really you know like got really huge like for that role and i thought was probably the more like comic accurate or like anytime you saw yeah. a drawing of batman even in, like the animated series he was probably the most like accurate to that yeah, yeah. but i think robert pattinson is kind of going to be like a taller version of michael keaton it's just the muscles are there but like hey the the suit kind of shows you like a sculpted you know yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like when you looked at the Clooney Batman, like when you saw him in a suit, you're like, he's not, he doesn't have any muscles. Like he's, he's pretty thin. Like, yeah. Wait, did you see the, the Morbius, the living vampire trailer today? No, I didn't see it. Fuck. Like, did it come out today? Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, uh, let's like, say Leto? Just, yeah, but something you just said reminded me of that. So, oh, uh, we'll go back to that. <laughs> Yeah, go go back yeah. to, you know what? We'll, oh, whatever. We'll, okay, so we'll, I'll we'll just, put aside I'll like two minutes in here to watch while yeah, I talk I'll, about my spiel. I feel like yeah, you need to watch. Yeah, so yeah. like, uh, Cats is a. I think it's like one of those movies where you should watch it, you know, mm-hmm. but don't expect like, but watch it while not taking it seriously, because <laughs> one of the things is like it's just kind of creepy, like yeah. you know it's. You know, you remember when everyone kind of complained about Will Smith as a genie, like when the trailer came out, like the yeah. first trailer for Aladdin came out, like the face wasn't in sync with the rest of the genie body or something. So yeah, that yeah, looked yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> and uh, not that that happens in Cats, but it's sort of like this weird, creepy, like uh, are all these guys hopped up on meth and just like dancing like cats or something. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you see it before or after the updated special effects? Uh, uh what do you mean, like cats or? Yeah, cats. Like, cause they updated it and sent a new version. Yeah, of yeah. I saw like the first trailer really creeped me out. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this movie? And then the second one, I was like, well, they're trying to make it sound like it's more fun because the first one sounded really serious. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> Uh, it's talking cats and they dance and sing and whatever. It's not supposed to be serious. Yeah. And um, like, uh, yeah, the second trailer was a lot more fun. So I thought it was like, they're getting closer to how people should feel about this movie, but it's still like, I mean, Rebel Wilson is also in this movie and most of her, like they give her a lot of jokes and they all fall flat. (laughs) Uh, I think a lot of the comedy in there is unintentional. It's really like the funniest bits are the parts that I yeah. think were supposed to be serious. And it's just like, 
Yeah. It, it, it's like, uh, you know, the high budget version of, of the room, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing it, is, it though, is, like, like, if you saw it like a week after it came out, Universal rushed to send an updated special effects version to like all the theaters. Oh, so, shit. No, yeah, I, saw, so I only it, saw the, I, I saw the updated version, I guess. So. And it was it, still like, oh my God. Well, it's still, I mean, it's like, you want to watch a movie with your girlfriend and you just want to make fun of a filmmaker, uh, you know, <laughs> just yeah. watch cast. Like, and, uh, and they debut, like there's the main character, like the main character, yeah. uh, Victoria, like she's played by a ballet dancer is like pretty big, I think in London from what I heard. And like, she dances beautifully in, in, in this movie, yeah. but, uh, you know, as a movie debut, she, you know, it's like, uh, hey, <laughs> whatever. Good luck for the future. Yeah, good luck. But, you know, I think she has the skills to be a ballet dancer and she's a good actress. So yeah. uh, she sings well. So I think, you know, if she wants to keep on doing that, I'm sure she's going to find something. It's just that probably Cats was a good showcase of those skills, but like was not necessarily like the thing that you know she was going to make a lot of money on in the end <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because they lost a lot of money with this movie so oh, i don't know how much yeah, years after that but, i uh, hope she established something with like residuals or at least yeah probably getting like, getting like a lump sum in the beginning i mean because like you still get paid i mean yeah. you know still get paid for like the the budget itself but then you, you probably get residuals and stuff like from from the movie but like uh i don't know if they're going to be residuals or anything but yeah, yeah so that's kind of, for, uh, yeah <laughs> that's it for my review of cats it's like watchable it's fun like don't take it seriously it's yeah. creepy don't show it to your kids uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm sure you know i'm i'm i expect a whole kind of like weird fetish to come out of this movie a bit like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be like a furry convention watching yeah. cats. It's going to be like furry convention with fur technology. You know? Yeah. And so Universal just like, could capitalize on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, sexy cats costume <laughs> for Halloween or something. But yeah. So, uh, talking let's let's uh, seamlessly transition to netflix i guess like we we've been watching a lot of netflix uh, you, yeah. you watched, uh, six underground oh yeah i'll uh, i'll talk about it but while i'm uh, talking about it you need to spend <laughs> the next two minutes and 30 seconds watching uh morbius oh yeah sure uh, yeah. you reminded me to remind you about that and yeah just go ahead get lost in it okay. and let me uh Good. tell you about my netflix journey uh over the break so mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to save as much money as I can. So I'm uh, sticking to Netflix as much as possible. Um, I don't have Disney Plus anymore. Hopefully, uh, going to try to get it back with the Verizon deal thing. Uh, anyway, so I, uh, I was about to start Marriage Story. It looks like a good story. And uh, good job for getting nominated for a Best Picture Oscar, along with Joker and Parasite and Irishman and uh, the rest. Oh, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari is somewhere in there. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, Mary's Story was uh, nominated. There's actually, uh, I think, two, yeah, two or three Best Picture nominations for Netflix. 
Um, anyway, uh, I was about to do that, and then I remembered that Raph decided to watch Cats. <laughs> and then I realized I haven't seen Star Wars yet. So he watched a drug-fueled movie that uh, sounds like it barely had a plot or had a very confusing plot. So I decided to go in the other direction and watch a movie for myself that was very confusing and uh, barely had a plot called Six Underground. Now, if Cats is uh, an acid trip, if you call Cats an acid trip, then Six Underground is like what you would imagine cocaine to feel like, or like Quaaludes if you watch uh, Wolf of Wall Street, or at least the movie version. Yeah, imagine how those drugs are portrayed in movies, and that's how this movie felt. It was like, if you guys ever watch Robot Chicken, they have um, this Michael Bay uh, parody skit where they just keep like making explosions and they say, Michael Bay explosions, coming soon, Mama Sploo, Michael Bay explosion. Well, it's like if they actually made that movie that was Six Underground. <laughs> so um, basically the movie starts with uh, introducing all six people in the, uh, I guess, in Ryan Reynolds' crew. Uh, they introduce it in a way that's similar to this um there's a Japanese anime movie from, I think, the 80s or 90s that I saw a long time ago, where everybody does their own specialty, and then a number gets put next to them, like, one, the driver, or two, the medic, three, the something. And, uh, yeah, it, it opens up on, like, a huge action s- sequence in, uh, I think it was Rome. And then after that long 30-minute action sequence, uh, the driver, uh, Dave Franco, dies, and they have to replace him. So they replace him with Corey Hawkins from uh, Straight Outta Compton. So there's a total of six people that always need to be in the crew. And it's something that was started by Ryan Reynolds because he plays a tech billionaire that invented like a revolutionary kind of magnet, which gets played, like it gets put to use a lot in this movie, like from huge action sequences. And because of his invention, he became like a millionaire, billionaire, and he's basically using his power. Like, he, he, he was declared legally dead, like, some while back uh, from an accident. But he was actually alive. And he used his status to start a crew called the Ghosts or something like that. And what he, he requires his crew to get themselves into a situation that will declare them legally dead. And then they work underground as... Uh, people who take care of, like, vigilantes who take care of, like, the world's problems and aren't afraid to, like, kill world leaders or this or that to, like, make their thing happen. So they're super secret agent because everybody thinks they're dead. And the whole movie just trickles from that. Uh, this is definitely the kind of movie you can, like, do stuff in the background while it's going with. Like, once you get an overall idea of the plot, like I just said, it's it, it just goes from there. Like it's like they gave Michael Bay all this money and said, like, just just do you boo boo, basically. Hello, hello, I'm back. All right, Raph is back. Uh, do so, you yes. do you boo boo? Do you boo boo? Clap clap. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, I always watch Kevin Hart going. Yeah. This up. But um, we'll get into that like some other time. But um, yeah, I watched a lot. <laughs> yeah, so Six Underground. That, that's what I can describe it as. Is like Netflix seems like their whole goal is to basically give 
filmmakers their passion projects and budgets based on their passion projects without having to depend on like box office revenue. So Michael Bay is very well known for what he does. And this movie, I wouldn't say it was as epic as maybe like a Transformers movie, but with what he was given, he just went like, it was it was like Suicide Squad basically. It was like, there's action and there's here and there's girls and there's like cuts during a conversation that doesn't make sense. Like, what are you doing or something like that? Like the camera will spin and there's a lens flare, da da da. And while I was watching all those parts, I was like, what if they gave J.J. Abrams like the opportunity to do go all out with his passion project on Netflix? He would just have lens flares and this and da 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 da. So that's really all I can describe this movie as. Is yeah. If like if Michael Bay was like a caged bear, and <laughs> you 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 gave like somebody money. And then that person with money opened up the cage, and the cage just ran. That, that that's what it, that's what it feels like. They unleashed mm-hmm. a cage bear. They gave the cage bear money, and the cage bear ran. Yeah, it's like the oh, cage bear with pyrotechnics equipment. <laughs> yeah, it's just like like I feel like if they released this in theaters, it would have made somewhat of a profit. But I guess I think I guess so. But I heard I heard uh, I saw like Netflix released. I think their top movie of yeah. like december and i think it was six underground yeah and uh, i think it, it's uh yeah like a lot of people watched it so uh not me but a lot of people watched it yeah i don't know it's like that they re- they'll release like award like like i guess like award bait movies like when they can't establish legitimacy but they know that they're kind of easy viewing stuff is what gets the views like six underground yeah like you it's it's not meant to have a plot basically or like yeah, uh, uh you know like they released what did they release like they released the two popes at the same time so i think they had like oscar bait on one side yeah and then just like easy viewing you know six underground especially like ryan reynolds yeah i think uh since he started doing deadpool yeah. uh anything ryan reynolds is in everyone wants to watch yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone with a sense of humor, I guess, uh, yeah. wants to watch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like uh, because I think I saw I saw the trailer, and uh, I uh, yeah, I have to watch this movie. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it while doing something else probably because it's kind of <laughs> it, it's one of those movies where like you might have it on the TV, but then you're you're on your phone. You're doing yeah. other stuff at the same time or on your computer or iPad or whatever you're using. But like, uh, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's easy viewing, you know, <laughs> from what I hear. Yeah. And, like, uh, don't, don't bother, like, trying to follow any story or one character. Like, yeah. it's like it's like the script was like five bullet points. That's what it felt mm-hmm. like. It's about like five bullet points, and then they told Michael Bay, "Just, just go, 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 have fun." Yeah, it's like it almost Man. reminded me of like those Fisher Price commercials they have now, when they show the adult version <laughs> of a kid, like what the kid is thinking while they're playing the toys. In fact, it was a lot like the beginning of Toy Story Three, but as a movie. Wow. <laughs> uh, oh man! Oh, dude, that Morbius trailer! Oh my god! Uh... Yeah, so, there's so um, many good actors in there. So many, yeah, like, there's and, and Michael, Keaton Michael Keaton is in there. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, but like, I, I'm, I, I think that since uh, Tom Holland Spider Man is owned by Sony, all of this, like, when uh, Marvel is done with uh, Tom Holland, yeah, uh, he's gonna be appearing in uh, the Sony movies. So I'm wondering if Michael Keaton in Morbius is the vulture, you know, from the first, uh, you know, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming uh, movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, wondering. One thing that, the one thing that confused me in the trailer is that, like, like right in the middle of the screen while uh, Jared Leto is, I guess he, I don't know if he's Morbius yet, but he's, like, walking past this graffiti where there's, like, a Fatheads poster on a brick wall of Spider-Man and over it, it's spray painted, uh, somebody spray painted murderer. So, <laughs> so that, yeah, that's well, because like, at I the think end that ties of, into far from home. Yeah. Yeah. It ties into at it. The but, then, home, uh, but then the like, Spider-Man, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. The Spider-Man <laughs> that they used was, um, it was the, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man costume. Oh, so I have no idea I don't know. It's like uh, maybe for now they can only use the, you know, the 100% Sony-owned versions of Spider-Man. But yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe they, they uh, it's a callback, you know, like when Spider-Man, when Sony Spider-Man movies were good. Yeah. I mean, the live-action ones. Like <laughs> <laughs> I remember back in my day. <laughs> I remember back in my day, we used to have, Toby Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to sound like the the guy in like Family Guy. It's like, hey, <laughs> like the, the creepy old guy. What's the matter, Chris? <laughs> oh man, hold up. Is your uh, hold up real quick? Is your video working? Uh, no. Well, I wait. I'm gonna turn it on. Uh, it was. A- off for a second but okay mine is hey, working hey, there we go hey i can't hey. see you though but oh uh, i'm right here hi i don't know i still can't see <laughs> we're recording on skype <laughs> guys we're, trying, we're recording uh, on skype trying to do uh, new skype like they're, they're trying to figure it out you know it's like why are they <laughs> <laughs> yeah. wait i'm gonna clink with my uh i'm gonna clink the beer again yep. but this time on the table Wait, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. There you go. Hey, uh, beer brands, call us. <laughs> yeah. We have brand. a lot of listeners. Like, uh, we have a shit ton of listeners. Or uh, Benadryl, <laughs> call us. This is our yeah. most successful or an ibuprofen company. Somebody. <laughs> I don't That's know. Shout <laughs> Like, I get my, I don't usually take ibuprofen, but when I do, I take it from CVS. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so like Morbius, it looks pretty cool. I think uh, this is a way for, I hope Jared Leto didn't send any like blood to his uh, co-stars, you know, the same oh, way he no. did with, he was uh, when he played the Joker. Yeah, I heard he uh, animal nobody was and, really too happy with that. I feel like I mean, for the like, movie though, like he was to me a good joker for what he was given like to me he acted it out as well as he could but it was just i think everything else around that movie plus the fact that there were rumors that he was a jerk that just like affected it 
So I mean, it's like, I'm sorry, but like, uh, you know, honka honka, you know, some bullshit like that. I'm, I'm just like, I can't, I don't buy it. I don't know, like, it's just like the bloopers. It's just like, it's like, you know, at the end of the Rush Hour movies, you always have the bloopers. Yeah. Like they substituted all the good scenes. <laughs> yeah. With the bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what they did. But I think, yeah, I think the studio didn't do Jared Leto any favors. I don't think he did himself. He made himself any favors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then like. Empire. He needs to go back to his, like, goth kid roots. You know, I, I mean, like, uh, Morbius like a vampire and he's jacked i mean after he becomes a vampire from what i guess and uh and the, the trailer it's sort of like uh you know i get it's it's more in his in his wheelhouse you know yep. <laughs> hey you know emo uh rock star <laughs> whatever this sounds like hot topic is gonna like have a ball actually you know where i was seeing a lot of like hot topic jokes being made um have you seen the new uh, New Mutants trailer? Uh, which one? There's another New Mutants trailer that came out. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 I saw it, yeah. And the entire comment section was like, they were joking that they were holding up this movie to make deals with Hot Topic or something. I don't know. But I was like, yeah. Dude, uh, no, it's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to see that movie, actually. It's, I, I, do you know when, when it's coming out? Or, uh, April. April. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. I'll give it a try. I, I still have my AMC stuff, so yeah, uh, check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> well, we'll see how we see. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. it's like uh, I don't know. Like I'm excited for the superhero movies. I'm excited uh, about uh, you know this year our Black Widow uh, is coming Black out Widow. in yeah. May, I think, or. April? No, May. And uh, Wonder Woman 84. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. That's kind of like big one this year, in there. That's a big one, yeah. yeah you don't have a really big... There's I'm no sure Star like, Wars movie. There's no huge yeah, no. I like. I heard that the next Star Wars trilogy is going to be about Yoda when he was middle-aged or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, Get away from the Skywalkers we are. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, and I, there's going to be next year, it's going to be uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Thor, Love. And, that's uh, next year already? I think that's next year or 2022 oh, or yeah. something because there's like. Uh, Doctor Strange 2, they lost, They just lost their director. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so no, Eternals. That was the one I forgot about. Eternals, yeah, that's the one that's going to come out. That's going to be the big one. Yeah. That's coming out the... It's going to come out after Black Widow, but I think it's... I think it's going to come out at the end of this year, I think. Yeah. That's the one I forgot. I feel like they're going to try and hype that up as, like, the epic of this year. But even though it's a Marvel movie, it's not, like, an established franchise just said so it's, it's like yeah there's there, there's no like this is the first year in a long time there's no like real epic yeah that's but, true yeah i think uh probably yeah wonder woman's going to be the big thing this year mm -hmm. 
and uh, Pedro Pascal is in it. So I'm, you know, Mandalorian fans out there. Hey. <laughs> hey. And he has a he has a blonde wig. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I don't know. I saw a comment somewhere, and they were like, "Hey, congratulations on being the only movie that managed to make Pedro Pascal not hot." <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that they used him because like they made him like unrecognizable. Yeah, I was like, well, he shaved his beard because he usually has like a stubble or something, and the blonde hair, and then it's like he's like a Trump. It's like if Trump yeah. were. Or like from you know Chile, you know. <laughs> it's like it's like you know you can do it if you want it, you know. And then you're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that's the thing. I was trying to figure out were they basing him on like I don't know because like Trump, Trump was like that guy in the eighties that was yeah, like, I think so. The, or is it? I thought it was like based on a pastor or something. I don't know, but I, I think it's it, it's probably a mix of a bunch of things. But the whole blonde wig thing, I think, plays into the whole Trump thing, uh, yeah. especially in the '80s, because like that's when he uh, uh, wrote or didn't, depending on who you talk to, like uh, the art of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had a ghostwriter, a ghostwriter who wrote that, and he was like, "I wrote it. I'm the best. It's amazing." Yeah. <laughs> was it one of those things where you just talk, somebody records what you talk, and then the editor yeah, basically Yeah, I think it? so. <laughs> and then, like, the, the ghostwriter tried to make sense out of everything he said, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, you have to make deals, and you have to go for the kill, it's amazing. <laughs> blue, blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the art of the deal. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, it's probably a big kind of slap in his face because it's like the Latino version of Trump, you know? So it's, oh <laughs> so it's like, there is no Latino version of myself. That doesn't exist. <laughs> there's only me. I'm special. There's, there's I, only I, me. I'm my own species. <laughs> I'm my own species. And, uh, I'm my own, I'm my own <laughs> I have my own island. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, uh, on Netflix, there were, like, do you know, like Green Eggs and Ham? Like yeah. uh, they had an animated t- like TV show series like uh, uh, on Netflix, and the bad guy in there is like a Trump lookalike in a way. Wait, in Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah, because like out of it's not, yeah, like the Dr. Seuss thing, but like Was they kind of like took. Ah uh, no! Like they they made a whole like they made a an original character. For uh, and he's played by this oh, like, comedian or something called uh, Eddie Izzard. I think he's the the the, the name of, of of the guy. And he oh, does yeah. like oh. a very pompous like uh, I, Mr. Snurs. Like that's his name, Mr. Snurs. Yeah, and, like, I'm looking uh, at a picture right now. I, I, yeah. I see it. <laughs> and he has. Uh, they kind of stole the like in the Simpsons. They like they have uh, they had Trump in the Simpsons, or they did a a sketch or like a short sketch with trump and like his wig is actually like a small dog or something and they kind of <laughs> they use the same joke in um in green eggs and ham like he has this like animal who lives uh on, on top of his head because he's totally bald yeah and uh, <laughs> it was like mr snares <laughs> it's like i am snares and i am all powerful you know <laughs> and then this oh, is how I talk now, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys, uh, hey, haven't seen Green Eggs and Ham. Uh, you know, I I like Green Eggs and Ham. Sam, I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
I'll have it yeah. on the boat and with the goat and all that stuff. Hey, I can see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh, see hey, you what's up? Hey. Hey. hey, Skypeworks. Good job. Hey, Skypeworks yeah. again. But, uh, so, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. What else I'm did tired. I watch? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. What else, what else did I watch on Netflix over the break? I saw this was actually the, the first time I really binged The Office, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah I, like I watched it here and there before, but this was the first time that, like, we just put on the TV and we just kind of, like, watched it here and there and we were, like, doing stuff in the background, I like, mean, my family. And, yeah, like... I, I, I'm kind of sad. I'm only really getting into it now, and it's about to leave Netflix. <laughs> it's too late, man. Too late, bro. But uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not the kind of guy who kind of like I like to binge like whole TV shows, but I never really binge the whole like seven or eight seasons of The Office. Yeah. Uh, I just go for like a five episode stint, like here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh. I think what I watched recently on Netflix was uh, The Prophet. Awesome. And it's like, it's like, it's as if Jesus showed up in the 21st century or something. Is that the one he's like a, Jesus? No, he's, he's like a Muslim Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like he shows up in Palestine. And, uh, but then like, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but like at the end of season one, you still don't know whether he's a con man or whether he's really like, the messiah or something uh, like you're still not sure which is cool because that gets into like uh season two but i hope i didn't spoil anything for anyone <laughs> yeah anyway but uh i don't know like because like i i hung out with my girlfriend a lot during the christmas and and uh, and new years and she likes to watch like serious tv shows so like i, I usually uh, uh, you know we watched uh, two popes the prophet uh we watched you season two like oh, uh like the serial killer guy dude stalker yeah it's really good stuff it's really creepy not as creepy as cats though but still creepy in a different <laughs> way but, wait, wait, wait did you watch uh, don't effort cats <laughs> no i didn't see no i didn't watch that it's also on netflix right yeah like uh i kind of yeah, I like that. i always told a lot about like what's in the movie and i kind of uh i didn't really make it a priority because I know I, I don't know if that's what I want to watch, but my girlfriend wants to watch it. Like, I, I I don't know. Like girls love I think, stuff. Dude, like, yeah, like you I know, know that distance. <laughs> it's like that monologue, like the Judy Dench monologue at the end of Cats should have been called the Don't Fuck with Cats, essentially. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like with a Judy Dench accent, you know, so it's like don't do not fuck with with cats. You know. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I'm going to see if somebody did this. If somebody took the don't f with cats, I'm just saying f in case you get money one day. So don't f with cats. I'm don't just, f with cats. I'm, I'm uh, just, we uh, are we are like classified, dude. Like we are classified on uh, Apple Podcasts as being uh, explicit. <laughs> Okay, so don't fuck with cats. All right, let's see. So don't fuck with cats. <laughs> so, hey, if there are any kids listening to this, it's your parents' fault. Like, don't don't let them, you know. Hey, parents, don't let your kids listen to this. I don't know. I feel like you're all corrupted by, like, YouTube kids <laughs> at this point. Like, imagine all, like, the kids growing up 
that like when YouTube kids just had like a bunch of creepy videos on it that got snuck on or like all these explicit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah these like, so <laughs> I know because like I, I uploaded a video on uh, YouTube today for like a job application and uh, like they ask you whether this content is for kids or for or not for kids. Like what's yeah. your target audience? And anyone can do like a creepy ass video and just put like this is for kids and you know and then you have like something really fucked up you know like uh, like the Momo challenge or did, did you hear oh, about that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. and that gives me nightmares. Like I googled it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like every every creepy internet thing had that same face for a while. Like there was one website where you would go to that was like four twenty eight yolo yolo or something dot com. And it was this big white face with the, like piercing eyes. Like I feel like that look like is getting old. Yeah, <laughs> like a big white face and a big mouth. And I'm like, all right, I I get it. It it's like imagine Hitchcock's The Birds, but like filmed by Tom Hooper. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's like filmed like the cats were filmed. You know, like people are birds with like digital digitally, you know, feather technology. Yeah. And just like creepy, like, hey, we have birds and you should kill yourself, you know, and then you're like, Ugh. you know, like, uh, no, no, don't kill yourself, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's like some creepy shit out there. And, uh, yeah. I don't know, like, I grew up in the Rickroll era, you know, like every second video was a Rickroll video. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, because uh, I used to be really into anime, so I, I uh, like in Switzerland, we didn't have any like anime streaming services back then. Yeah. So I would just go on YouTube and go like Naruto episode 420 or some, you know, not, yeah. not 420. Like that's too many. It's like uh, episode 150 or something. Yeah. And then I go on there and then you go like, it's yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, Rick Rolls going yes. like, uh, <laughs> yeah. going all stranger to love. <laughs> and I was also around, we were also around during the, the LimeWire era. LimeWire, oh my God, that was amazing. Where, uh, you like, would just download would, everything on, like, that's the oh, only place you could download stuff. We had to throw <laughs> like, out our own computer because of that. <laughs> not that I download anything. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. I don't Although know. It's, I feel like I, I'm a law-abiding citizen when I'm in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it like Europe? What country came up with Pirate Bay? That was a European country, right? Pirate Bay, Sweden. Sweden. Sweden, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sweden. And, uh, but what's weird is that they outlawed uh, Pirate Bay in Sweden. I mean, like, pirating in general, I think, was outlawed in Sweden. Swedish people can correct me if I'm wrong, but, like... Uh, I know that in Germany, like uh, a friend of mine was downloading, like she was using Popcorn Time, yeah. and she didn't know that Popcorn Time actually downloads the movie for you to play it on your computer. So she thought oh, she was God. just streaming. It actually downloads it to save it, or you know, like it downloads part of it so that it doesn't buffer. Yeah. And uh, like she got a letter in the mail saying like you owe us two thousand euros uh, because you pirated our movie, and, and she was like, what the oh. fuck. <laughs> that shit happens in germany <laughs> oh man yeah i never what? got caught for like okay that yeah. one okay I never downloaded but yeah when i streamed yeah i never got anything like that yeah. streaming is streaming is like it's in a gray area 
uh, in Germany for sure, it's like it's not illegal, but it's not like permitted. I don't know. It's sort of like they frown on that. Yeah. Uh, like in Switzerland, everything goes like for now. Like you can download and anything. It's like it's legal. So uh, you know, you can just stream whole TV shows. And hey, if you guys have a VPN, hook it up to Switzerland, like on the Swiss server, and you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, like, um, I used to get nervous about like downloading stuff because it would say, like, you're about to save X.2022 onto your computer. Like, it didn't even that's look like, yeah. The thing <laughs> like, is, like, that's a danger. Because, yeah. like, anyone could put some, you know, like, a virus on there or something. And uh, that's, what's, that's what was cool about Pirate Bay is that you could just check out which files were downloaded the most. And you're like, okay, this one seems to be safe. And uh, yeah, now it, it's not there anymore. I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, you know, like before I got my uh, tooth pulled out, like uh, they had an intern at my dentist's office and she's from like Korea. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what, like, I remember like a friend of mine downloaded eight gigs of Girls' Generation, like that K-pop group. Okay, I was about to say girls generate that. I was like, what is that? It's like old. I mean, it's not that old. It's like 10 years ago, maybe. Uh, Like, they were big like 10 years ago. And and, uh, like, uh, I was like, hey, do you like K pop and everything? She was like, you know, K pop and everything, you know. And uh, but I'm really the TV show I'm looking forward to from Korea, like that's on Netflix, is season two of Kingdom. I don't know if you've watched that. Kingdom, who's Kingdom? Kingdom is like, um, it's a zombie, it's like the Walking Dead, if the Walking Dead were happening in like medieval Korea. Like, uh, it's oh, it's really... That is high concept. I enjoy it a lot. Like, it's really cool. Mm. It's They're like, uh, uh, yeah, you know, you can't hide in a car or anything. Like, they use bamboo and shit to like, you know, create barriers and stop the zombies and stuff. So no, look at the Google images right now. This looks cool. Yeah. And this is like Korean zombies. Like Korean zombies, they run. They're not like, you know, like walking dead zombies that just like uh, okay. kind of limp around. Oh, this so is like, like the, the World War Z zombies. zombies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like World War Z zombies or even like uh, zombie land type zombies. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? I just, keep forgetting uh, that Zombieland Two came out this year. I know, like I, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't see it. <laughs> I yes. wanted to watch it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hey, when it comes out on Netflix. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Is it, is it owned? I mean, who made it? Is it is it owned by Disney? Like I want. It's, uh, it's Columbia. It's, so it's, oh, it's Columbia. Okay. Yeah. So Sony, I don't know, like what they have a deal with any, like streaming services that's like exclusive i know they're not really doing anything with crackle are they is crackle still a- yeah i think crackle was a thing when seinfeld was on it and then uh he got bought by netflix and now it's just like whatever yeah but like because uh, like uh, comedians in cars getting coffee started on crackle oh uh, yeah and then it went uh, over- i think the first two seasons or something yeah the uh, and then like yeah, Seinfeld hit it big with Netflix, and yeah. so they're like, "You want a stand-up special? You should yeah, <laughs> bring exactly. the show to our place." Yeah, 
where's yeah. my special? <laughs> hey, I want a stand-up special. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. That's my, that's my Jerry Seinfeld, everybody. Like my Jerry Thank Seinfeld you. sounds like Jimmy Fallon doing... It's like my Seinfeld sounds like Jimmy Fallon Seinfeld. So I was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> what is it, the Jimmy Fallon fly? Come on, guys, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Like the Jimmy Fallon fly from, uh, yeah, like, oh, man, Craig Ferguson, I miss that guy. But it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh great. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I like the Jay Leno fly. It's like, and then, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. It's a swing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you were actually, um, I actually ended up watching, uh, because I haven't watched any of it for a while. I saw a few clips from uh, Lily Singh's show. So she's finding her footing. She, she's getting, oh she's getting better. I will, I, I will say that. Is she getting better? Because like I haven't watched. Like, I watched yeah. Lily Singh's first episode, and I swore I was sort of like, uh, you know, I'll switch back to it when it gets better. You know, there's like a yeah. there's a moment I think in every talk show where they're trying to find their footing. And I've yeah. been watching a lot of like, cr- like, critic, you know, c- critical videos, like yeah. uh, criticism online, uh, you know, because she, she makes a lot of jokes about, I think, all of her jokes about her being bisexual and brown. Yeah, no, that's like, like that's what I noticed too. Like it, it was a little much in the beginning. I mean, like, uh, I'll switch back to it. I'll take a look at it. It's like it's on YouTube. But, like, I was really, because, like, I used to watch her, like, the skits she used to make, like, when she acted out, like, sketches, like, she, you know, uh, acted like her, you know, her dad or mom or something, or it's, like, yeah. you know, telling her stuff. Like, those sketches were funny, but whenever she did, like, I guess a face-to-camera, you know, like, just, like, talking or something, I was, like... Yeah. I, I didn't find it as funny. And, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. maybe they should fire some writers on that show and get some other one. But like, <laughs> yeah. No, I do think it's tricky producer. that it's... I do think the tricky thing is, like, what is it? Like, she's bisexual, she's brown and stuff. And, like, there's not really a format yet for, like, who she is, I guess. Like, there's not really a format yet for, like, if you're brown or, like, if well, you're, like, a woman and this and that. And, but yeah. then, like, most recently, there was one monologue she did about being an immigrant, and there was a interview she did with Russell Peters and Michael Ely. And when I saw those ones, it just felt a bit more, like, welcoming and, like, it felt a bit more relaxed. And yeah. it just it just rolled off a bit more natural. So it's like, it's like yeah, she's I mean, there, but it's like the beginning was a little like, yeah, yeah we, we got it. <laughs> Yeah, because like uh, I don't think NBC announced whether they were renewing or canceling it, but I'm guessing they're they're sticking uh, they're sticking to it. So it's like um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I I saw I saw this joke that she made or something. I think yeah. she was like uh, it was sort of like I think she was addressing her haters or something, and then she was like. Yeah. Well, you know, like haters gonna hate, but I can drive my Bentley, you know, or something. And I was like, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I mean, that's not a that's not necessarily like a very witty way of like. Yeah. That's not like a very witty put down, I guess. Like, because like I'm used to like put downs from like Jimmy Carr. I don't know if you've ever watched oh, that guy. Oh, Jimmy Carr. Oh yeah. That's, that's where like I the best all the <laughs> he has the best comebacks like yeah. i think one comeback like and he does this like in every show and he was like okay so who wants to criticize me now and then like he like some guy's like oh you know you're shit or something yeah, and he's yeah. like well if you want my comeback you're gonna have to check it you have no you're gonna have to look for it in, uh, in your mother's teeth because like like his oh, cum yeah. you know? <laughs> or oh, yeah. something so like i mean it's colorful <laughs> Yeah. And I don't think Lily Singh could do something like that on on network TV, even if it's at like one in the morning or two in the morning. Yeah, like, and I think uh, like Lily Singh, like her <laughs> audience, it's like her audience is like people around our age. That's kind of like the YouTube generation, or like people yeah. that grew up with Disney Channel shows, because like that skit she did with all the like two thousands Disney Channel actors coming back, like that skit blew up. So that's like her audience, and I I, I think. Right now, it's just hard to build a core audience with them because yeah. they're probably still watching like cooking videos or like travel videos on YouTube. Well, it's yeah, kind of like you have to wait for them uh, to like make late late night shows like their go to. Well, because like it's it's strange because she she's in a weird predicament because uh, like most people will watch like the Tonight Show, then yeah. some people watch late night, and then late late you know like a little later with uh or a little late i think it's called with uh, lily singh okay and um uh, you know it's like most people used to say i remember that the slot that seth myers is in it's sort of like that's the last thing that people are gonna see or probably if you're still awake after seth myers like you should like go see a doctor or something you know? yeah <laughs> no i was surprised she heard her chef had like a, a talk show talk show i thought it was going to be the same thing as um no was it's it? like, I thought uh, it was carson daly where he just like interviews people yeah like their towns or something but i don't think she's i don't think she's really good at talking i think she's good at talking to some people but not everyone like i think there was this uh interview i saw i think she interviewed one of the main actors from downton abbey and you yeah. could see that the guy was like really not having a good time and he was like when are we leaving you know <laughs> kind of thing and um i mean it's like she says to find her yeah i think her late night style because i think her youtube style doesn't work for late night yeah uh, but to be honest i i thought she was she would be more i think she'd be better in like one of these like daytime shows or something kind of like kelly ripa type stuff or like, you know, or is it like, Kelly Clarkson? Because Kelly Clarkson's one is like yeah. super energetic. It's like, whoa, okay. Yeah, you know, and then it's like, uh, I don't know, like she could go with uh, Strahan or something. <laughs> Strahan and Sing. <laughs> Strahan and Sing, you know. Sing Han, Because <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's because like I think. Uh, the one the one thing I don't like about the way she addresses her haters is like she says it's all about I think some people probably hate her because she's a woman and she's bisexual and she's brown but yeah. I think she, she kind of narrows everyone she puts everyone in the same boat and I think yeah. a lot of people a lot of the criticism that I've seen are from like people of color 
yeah. uh, women. Uh, it's true. There are a lot of white guys who made a lot of videos on YouTube about not liking her show. But <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. that's true. But it's like, yeah. uh, you know, like you should take it like constructively and try to make something because like some of her jokes, they, yeah. you can tell that the studio audience is not laughing as yeah. hard as they could be. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just like one or two chuckles and, you know, Hey, applause, like, let's, yeah. let's, uh, light up the, the applause button, you know? Yeah. And, I think, uh, I think Jesus and Meryl on, out of anybody is changing late night a bit because their show, they just talk and like the studio audience, like they, they don't give any pity laugh. They might go, ha ah, once in a while, but it's literally just two yeah. guys. And that's kind of where I see this, like literally see, literally show going. It's just going to be yeah. a little bit more hangout vibe, and we're not going to play yeah, to the so, crowd like Stephen Colbert or something like that. Because I mean, like Stephen Colbert is really good at the monologue. Lily yeah. Singh is not good at monologuing uh, yeah. in that format. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, you know, it's it's a sad situation. I for me because like I, I'm. Uh, I'm not going to say that I'm a big fan, but like I, I have enjoyed her work and, and it's sort of like, it's sad that, you know, she has this huge opportunity and like, it's not working out as, as well as it should like for her, but yeah. like, uh, you know, she just has to buckle down and uh, try to do something different and try to, uh, you know, yeah. make jokes about, stuff that she does i don't know during the day but maybe being a youtuber like the only thing that you deal with is just haters all day i don't know it's like yeah and at like 1 a.m very... like do, do ratings matter <laughs> i know right but then it's like i guess they're calculating how many people watch her videos on on youtube as well because like if she has like a big following on youtube because like yeah. they post like because like most of my late night viewing is on like on youtube like i watch colbert on youtube i watch james corden on youtube like james corden is like probably the 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 most youtubeable show ever because of like yeah. you know he has like short segments like uh you know uh, was like carpool karaoke and, and stuff yeah. like and then drop the mic and uh, yeah drop the mic and stuff like where he sings with like people and he, he did that a few times with like Smokey robinson and yeah. somebody else where it was like you can do like singing battles or something because like i feel like lily singh could do stuff that would be probably more fun for her and more fun for the audience and everything so like i don't know maybe something a bit more let's like listen to me and like hey these are my jokes about me being a woman and uh it's the same jokes that you heard last week but like the order of the words are a bit different and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah i don't yeah, know whatever. like yeah she just she, it's weird because like somebody like stephen colbert like somewhere in the in the beginning i started to like lose steve with watching him and stopped watching him but I, I feel like somebody like him he built such a core fan base of people that yeah. like snarky wit and that kind of thing and yeah like uh i don't it's know like, like uh, if, if, she, if, if legacy started getting snarky like witty like that I, I don't know like like i wonder if the, i don't know the, but like for audience would like that or not like it i don't know like to some to some extent like uh did did you see her man that's my heating right now i don't know if you can hear it but that's your heating yeah that's a heater Sounds yeah like somebody's hitting a beer bottle on your door i know 
that's why it sounds like every day. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, end this segment, bro. But like, uh, <laughs> no, but like, uh, there's this segment that she does where she uh, makes a she prepares a gift basket for like a scumbag. Yeah. Like the weekly scumbag, like she did one for Weinstein uh, and uh, whatever. And there's like, oh, these are, she put like, Dan, like, what's the name of that little, like in Quidditch, like in Hogwarts, oh, you know, snitch. like in Harry Potter, like the snitch is like, this is the snitch and it's the smallest ball in the game, just like yours, <laughs> you know, and whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, that is objectively funny, but it's sort of like, uh, I guess that that's getting to, that gets into the snarky, snarky area. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's beyond snarky, but like, yeah. uh, um, but I don't know, like, I was a big fan of Stephen Colbert yeah. since I was 16 years old. And that was me living in Switzerland, uh, watching videos on uh, on YouTube of Stephen Colbert. Like, yeah, uh, yeah I was part of the Colbert Nation, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my dad actually found for $2 at a thrift store the America's So Can You book. And it never oh, yeah, got around to read that. It, it's so amazing. I have that. It's really funny. But it's like I think Stephen Colbert is like very cerebral. Yeah. I think as a as a comedian, as a talk show host, yeah. like uh, I mean, the guy memorized like I think he memorized the Bible and all of the Lord of the Rings uh, books or something, yeah. so he can quote stuff, you know, from the Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Yeah. Like a uh, crazy guy, but like uh, I don't know. I felt I feel like we were brought up in a time where like. There was a certain style of like snarky, sarcastic, witty, double entendre, and yeah. like no holds barred. There was like, if you grew up, if you were a kid in the 2000s, there was like a certain kind of humor that was always on TV that I feel like isn't present now. And sometimes I'm wondering if like, yeah, that's where it's going to be. Like, I could see Lily Singh doing well with like, like Jimmy Fallon's audience if like any of them yeah. stay, up, stay up like later. Or like the younger, then, the younger portion of yeah. Jimmy Fallon's audience would probably. Yeah, probably I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. And also, I'm guessing I'm not going to be a fan of Lily Singh's show because I'm not a big fan of Jimmy Fallon's show either. But it's sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Fallon, I watch well, it. Like Jimmy again. Fallon, it, it's like uh, you know, it's like, hey, it's great, yeah, it's amazing, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like seeing him while doing interviews on other people's shows. Like when he has to light up the stage every single night, it's like, I don't know. But like when he's just like talking one on one, like, I mean, like most celebrities are like that. When they talk one on one, they're like better. But I don't know. Like, I feel like James Corden is like almost the better version of like the Tonight Show. Yeah. I would say that. And like Jimmy Fallon is really good. James Corden. Jimmy Fallon is, is, yeah, he's just likable. He's like, he's a funny guy, but like, you know, he tries to keep things upbeat. And one thing that I don't really like is that he doesn't like it when things get awkward. So he's always like, you're so funny, amazing, you know, and whatever. And uh, when you look at James Corden, sometimes like some of the actors, some of the guests, like they, they snap back at him and he's like, and he has like a snarky retorter, like a witty retort. I'm just yeah. asking for witty retorts here. Yeah, I feel you like know, that, not, I feel like England was built for that because there's a long history yeah. of like British shows that had everything like 
like funny segments, epic stuff, and then like yeah. really snarky comebacks. Like British the thing is like the Brits. <laughs> the Brits are really good at. They're really good at that, and they're really good at sarcasm. They're really good at irony. They're you know, it's like because uh, they're sarcastic all the time. Essentially, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> but then you also have like silly comedy like you know monty python and, and stuff like that but you yeah. know it's like being slapped by a fish that's one sketch or like there's one sketch like the most famous sketch is the parrot sketch i don't know if you've ever seen that uh i didn't see it I it's like um uh, it's a guy who goes back he brings a parrot back to the pet store yeah. and uh like, and he says, I want to bring it back. And it's like, why? Because it's dead. You know, like, it doesn't work anymore. You know? <laughs> it was like, when I bought it, and it was like, you know, I bought it yesterday, and it died. Like, you know, whatever. And the guy's yeah. like, no, it's not dead. It's still alive. And like, then he just drops a bird. No, it's dead. And then the guy's like, no, it's sleeping. You know? <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's very, uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like I dug more to Monty Python so I could understand, like, some of the references on, like, Family Guy and stuff. But then I remember watching like Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I, I didn't know that style of comedy like existed already, where it was like ten minutes straight of just showing the credits and like changing up the style every so often. I was like, what is happening? Or like there was one trailer we saw of Monty Python where it was like I think it was like Chinese or something. <laughs> like the entire thing, it just cut halfway through and turned into that, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> No, it's like, uh, I think the closest thing to Monty Python in that era is like uh, yeah. Mel Brooks, like Mel Brooks movies, like uh, Blazing Saddles. Like that's a kind of Monty yeah. Python-esque thing yeah. because Mel like... Mel Brooks, I, yeah. I would say, is a bit more like palatable to like mainstream. Like yeah. Monty Python was yeah, like, you go sure. all the way there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like Monty Python is like taking LSD or something and Mel Brooks is just like being drunk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. That, that, that is still my favorite Mel Brooks joke. I think it was uh, Life of Brian when he comes out with the three like like tablets and he's like, I bring to you 15 and one of them falls. 10! 10 commandments! 10 commandments! <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, like, I watched, uh, I started watching the producers the other day. Like, uh... uh like the old one, because like the new one is just like bad. Like I don't like it. But like the old one, <laughs> the original one, like uh, with uh, oh, terms right. I don't know. And it's just like I don't know. Like I like movies from the sixties. Like I, I just enjoy those kind of movies. And and, uh, and it's like uh, you know they have this new age uh, hippie guy who plays Hitler. Like in the <laughs> in there. I had like real Jojo Rabbit vibes when I watched that movie again. <laughs> oh, it was just like a non-serious Hitler, but because uh, like the story, I don't know if you've ever watched the producers, but like the whole movie is about these producers who uh, like get a bunch of money to make a uh, a Broadway play, like a Broadway mm -hmm. musical, and if yeah. the Broadway flops, they can they get to keep all the money. Yeah. So they charge extra. So like, you know, every person like, oh, you own 50%. You own 50% of the show. You own 50% of the show. Like 100 people own 50% of the show. So they have like, yeah. I don't know how many millions of dollars. So they everything. purposely make it like. So like lot. they purposely find like the worst script. And it's, uh, yeah, and it, be, and it ends up being like a total hit. 
um, yeah. because like they chose like the wrong script wrote, written by an ex-Nazi guy who lives in Brooklyn, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And then I only they only saw the Matthew Broderick version, so in my head, that's Will Ferrell. That's the bad. Like, bad. I, I didn't like that. Like, it's a bad version of the producers. Like, uh, oh. it's uh, because I, I didn't like, I don't know, I didn't like it. And... Uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to criticize anyone anymore. I've I've done that enough today, but <laughs> I've put enough bad karma out there. Tipsy spoilers, yeah. Tipsy spoilers. That's why we we're tipsy and we're spoiling. <laughs> we're yes. high on drugs now. High on high on life. Uh, I'm high on ibuprofen, uh, so that's really good. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What else? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. You know, I'll, if uh, there's anything we could close out on is uh, Oscar nominations. Uh, I feel Oscar like that is a long time. It all came out today. And Joker. Yep. Joker. So, Eleven nominations for Joker. Yeah. I think uh, the Irishman got nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert De Niro did not get nominated. Uh, yeah. But uh, honestly, I don't know. It's just like Robert De Niro doing Robert De Niro as usual. So I don't know if that <laughs> merits uh, an Oscar, to be honest. Yeah. Although he did do a great job. Uh, then, like, I don't know. Like, I, my money is on Joker. Like, because yeah. I, I just love the movie. Yeah. But I think maybe for the best picture thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's like. I'm wondering if they're gonna go with the with the safe option, you know, like not the like Ford versus Ferrari or something. Yeah, something like that. That, that feels Oscar-y. Yeah, that feels Oscar-y because it's like it's historical. It's based on a true story. Or Little Christian Wo- Bale is is in it. I think Little what? Women was nominated. Little Women as well. Besides Little Women could, could uh, yeah, could also win. It just I feel like every movie that's won in the last few years is just like they're trying to get the most politically correct choice or something except maybe for la la land i think la la land was just like the most blah yeah. you know they're like it's it's neutral it's not controversial it's not whatever hey best yeah. movie <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> and then uh i think same thing for i yeah, like that was the book. year uh, that was the year they said uh la la land was wrong and then it was moonlight <laughs> Uh, Oscars. Yeah, because they, I think, uh, yeah, they, they named another movie by mistake, and I was like, no, 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 it's La La Land, it's La La Land. Oh, no, it was the other way around. Uh, La La, uh, Moonlight won that year. Oh, no, La, oh, yeah, uh, it was, the guy, oh, shit. Yeah, and they were like, um, yeah, they're, they're kind of uh, looking at the cards. Yeah, I have to, I have to review my history now. Like, I don't, uh, I can't, whatever, I'm on, I'm on ibuprofen, you know, for, that's you right. know, that's whatever, right. I, like I follow the Golden Globes a lot more now anyway, so it's like, <laughs> Golden Globes, they act like it's not as credible, but it's it's literally just journalists vote for the Golden Globes and your peers vote for the Oscars. That's kind of the only difference. Yeah. I think Golden Globes is a lot more fun to watch, to be honest. And like, yeah. uh, uh, like this year, the Oscars is, uh, they're not going to have a host again. Uh, um, you know, no host, no problems, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> you don't have to deal with another. Uh, Kevin. I mean, like, you know, 
Yeah. I think if Kevin Hart had said like yes, they would have told him to come back anyway. Like I think they told him to come back, and he was like, "No, I said no, and that's it." Oh no! What? Yeah, what he did was he um they told him to apologize. He said, "No, I quit," and then he went on a bunch of talk shows and apologized after he quit. <laughs> so. Oh, biggest like. anyway. Yeah, man, whatever. Uh, but uh, I think Hawking Phoenix has like a good chance of winning uh, Best Actor. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in the airplane on my way back to New York. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Pitt is probably like headliner for Sporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, then... Uh, yeah, I don't know who uh, I can't remember who are the the main uh, the nominees for uh, main actress and and supporting. I'm, I can't remember. Mm. I think Scarlett Johansson is like the first actress in like ten years to be nominated for uh, leading role and supporting role. Like she's nominated yeah. in both categories. Oh yeah, I'm sure she's in marriage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah marriage story. And uh, Jojo Rabbit, like she yeah. plays the mom, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, she was pretty good. That's the she was pretty good in there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts about uh, the Oscars? Uh, okay. Um, I'll just keep it brief because there's uh, one more question uh, I have before we close up real quick. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Joker has 11 nominations. Uh, Joker, whoever was behind it, really seemed like they wanted it to be seen as like a prestige movie, even though it had to do with the Joker. Um, I think it was a good movie. Uh, there were some critiques I uh, heard about it, and I, I can see why they exist. Like it was, like if if you were exposed to lots of prestige movies in the past, or like a lot of movies that had to do with like mental health and stuff, I, I'm not sure if this movie would stick out among those movies. But for what what it was given, it was like a pretty good movie. Eleven nominations. I'm like the the one thing I'm scared about is I wonder if the Joker is going to be used as like a crutch for Oscars now. It's like and it's just that like there was all this mystique around that role. Like we said, like Heath Ledger died right before uh, his role got he he got nominated for that role, and then. Even then, it's that it, it, it really started in the mainstream with that, that built this mystique around mm-hmm. the Joker role. And I feel like this movie, even unintentionally, almost capitalized on like the mystique of like this Joker role of like, oh my God, this role like drives people crazy, makes people sensitive, and this is that. And even there were like past incidents where uh, I guess people tried to pin the Joker, like the idea of the Joker on like, real life events so yeah. it, it, it's like it's like i'm one i just don't want that character to turn into oscar bait and as big as that character is i don't want to see it become any deeper than what it is because it's like it's a comic book character it's, it's like a an examination of life but there's things i feel funny about with like that character all of a sudden going from like something you would find in like an Imaginex set to like this character that makes you question like your sanity in life, you know? And, and, and like, I, I wonder if, I don't know, I wonder if in the future this character is going to be used to like 
okay, we need an Oscar. We need a Joker-type character. We need, like, or we need to use the Joker in something and whatever. But, um... I don't know. Uh, it's like, uh... I think it's like the Joker. I remember at the time, people were, like, saying, don't watch this uh, because it's going to encourage yeah. incels to shoot people. Uh, yeah. You know, I was like, when I saw it, I thought if a bad guy or, you know, if a bad person was going to do bad things, yeah, they were going to do it whether they watched this movie or not. Yeah, you like know, there was a like, machete uh, attack during Frozen 2. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. you know, I heard some, uh, I live right next to elementary school and I heard some girls screaming into the unknown. Like, yeah. you know, like the whole song from Frozen 2. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, the Into the Unknown. Yeah, okay, whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, I, I don't want it to create this whole genre of, like, let's just make a movie about a troubled guy who, uh, you know, yeah. goes so deep into the rabbit hole that, you know, he, he becomes a Joker or a Joker type person yeah. but like, like a lot of the movie yeah but a lot of the movie feels like something i saw the making of the other day on youtube and uh a lot of it was very like improvised and oh. it's a lot to do with todd phillips and joaquin phoenix like the the relationship they have okay. and uh it's kind of like I think it would be hard to make another movie like the Joker, the way that they yeah. made it, because a lot of the stuff was like really, you know, the scene where he dances in the bathroom, like uh, yeah. they didn't know what the hell they were going to do. And then it was like, well, let's listen to the score. And, you know, because they already had the score before they started uh, shooting. And Joaquin mm -hmm. Phoenix was like, oh, yeah, I can feel it. And like, OK, let's film you dancing yeah. now. You know, and it's a really creepy moment in the movie. Where like he yeah. just killed someone and then he dances in the in a public restroom about yeah. it, you know. <laughs> so it's like I don't want to, uh, you know. I mean, they're like the Joker is like seventies Scorsese movies, all the all those movies rolled into one, and yeah. then they put like the Joker on top of it, and that's like because it's very similar to Taxi Driver. It's very mm -hmm. similar to like the grunginess of that time. Yeah. And uh, I mean, uh, of the other movies, I think Ford versus Ferrari realistically has a big chance of winning. Mm -hmm. uh, but in terms of like, I think best actor, probably Joaquin Phoenix, because mm -hmm. I don't see any other actor who lost like 80 pounds in like two months. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, he did a Christian Bale. He's going to out Christian Bale, Christian Bale. You know, like, just like, <laughs> like oh, gaining, losing weight, all that stuff. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think, like, uh, the Academy Awards, like, when they uh, announce, the, like, the ceremony is, like, in February, right? Uh, I, think. I think so. Like, in a month. Yeah, summer. It's yeah, in a month. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. All right. I think sounds good. Man. I don't know. I think Joker deserves a spot. You know, right. I guess uh, whatever. Best actor, best actor for sure. Got it. All right, that was a uh, tipsy <laughs> yeah, spoilers. That was tipsy spoilers for this. This, week. this was more like tipsy spoilers on Ambien. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> for me today. <laughs> Medicated spoilers. <laughs> Medicated spoilers. I think uh, that's what we're going to call this episode. Medicated spoilers. Right. And uh, yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, enjoy the, the warmth of Hawaii. And enjoy and, uh, the who knows what the weather is going to be in New York. The weather keeps changing here all the time. It's like it's hot, then it's cold. It's just like. You know, I'm I'm doing my Seinfeld thing right now. It's hot. It's cold. It's hanging. It's. Always with the heat and the noise. Everywhere. Summer of George. Right. Shut up, George. Anyway, well, uh, hey man, uh, enjoy your time, and uh, to all our listeners. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, we're on Instagram now at Tipsy Spoilers on Instagram. Please follow well, us. That way you can. Uh, well, you're welcome. I thought like we should have an Instagram page, uh, you know, just so that mm-hmm. even though we only have like 11 followers right now, uh, which mm-hmm. is still a pretty good thing, man. But yeah. hey, 11 and rising, 11 and rising. So uh, it's like, hey guys, follow points. us on uh, at tip at Tipsy Spoilers on Instagram. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, and uh, maybe CastBox. I don't know. Like, we'll see about that one. But, uh, yeah, on those main three. But, uh, yeah, uh, thanks, Mike, for recording us on Skype. All right. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. Uh, catch you guys later. Catch you guys later. Peace. Oh, oh.